0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Shoot or Pass podcast on behalf of Baseline Times. This is your host, as always, Chevy in the building. Once again, we have a full week of NBA games that have been played. This is awesome. Uh, it feels great. Overwhelming with a lot of NBA games, but that's never a bad thing. And uh, quite a lot of things has happened here, and we are turning into the last week, the final stretch of the seeding games. Uh, as always here, we'll be going through some studs and duds and reintroduce that segment here today. Also go over the shoot or pass segment and don't forget we have the expert picks, Kevin and Colin making their picks and you know, shout out to everybody who has submitted something as well. That's that's pretty cool to see some of these animals and, and children picking NBA games here for what's going on. But uh, without further ado, let me introduce my co-hosts today it's a trio here of us. Uh first, welcome back Robbie. How you doing?
1: Hi. I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. I'm glad there's, there's NBA games and uh we actually want to tag in Gabe. Welcome. Welcome to the show again and um you know, we got we got a a, a tag team of Miami Heat here. Word, hey, what's up, word. man?
2: So we do it. Doing good. Let's jump into it
0: sure for sure so uh basically we, we got we got some nice things coming off this weekend here i mean first and foremost a little bit of kd talk here you know uh it looks like he he's said some things about his finals prediction people are criticizing and then as always in the nba we have a little bit of drama and some beef and uh, obviously transpired with damian lillard uh pat bev and paul george but um well, we'll get into that here in just a few more moments. Uh, so far, Gabe, you know, you, you kind of rejoined us here. How how do you feel overall about the production of the bubble so far?
2: No, it's been pretty good. We've had some players that have uh, unexpectedly have taken a scoring up. TJ Warren, uh, Michael Porter Jr., guys you probably never heard of. Um, the play has been great. No short of drama. Um, it's been uh, pretty good basketball. Luka Doncic is on fire, of course um yeah it's, it's just been exciting you know it's been uh and the suns have been surprising so you know it's been a good season I thought they would come back a little bit rusty and the games would be crappy and you know just you know just a whole bunch of garbage but it actually, it's actually been pretty good the production
0: yeah absolutely so how, how do you how do you like like the the virtual fans and and that production part side of it
2: that's it, actually pretty cool I, I, I signed up to be in the next game but you know Yay! still waiting on the NBA to shout me out they haven't you know they haven't responded to my emails yet, so I'm waiting for that uh invite. But no, nah, I think it's pretty Adam cool, you know. Silver,
1: get this man on a game, okay? He's gonna you wear know? a blue wig and play the ukulele. The ukulele for you the already world. know
0: that's must see TV, must-see TV.
2: So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to do it again. I'm gonna go through Microsoft if I can't go through the NBA in the heat. I'm gonna see if I can go through Microsoft Teams and do it, but yeah, so. But I, you know, I think cool, it's cool, though, a bunch yeah. of fans are there, you
0: know? absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're joining. I think I think we all agree. You know, the production has been great. Also, like the play has been very good for for most most teams and most players that are that are in the bubble so far. Um, and then yet again, the NBA, you know, announcing on uh, last week on the fifth that, um, uh, zero COVID tests once again, and uh, they they've proven that they can do it and keep this thing going. And I'm I'm happy and I'm glad so far. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but just kind of jumping into the things here that we got on the first top of the agenda here. Uh, so a little bit of KD, um and uh, his prediction is that uh, pretty much it's gonna be the Bucks and the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken, correct, Gabe? And uh yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, you know, revealed you kinda reveal that and kinda you know, obviously there's gonna be a little bit of back and forth. But um I mean let's let's you know, are, are we reaching too much into this? Like it, it's a reasonable finals pick. I'm sure like fifty other million people have the Clippers and the and the Bucks in the, in the NBA finals, but for coming from KD obviously he, he's Mr. Social Media Winston Solvely Burner account. Controversy. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's going to, you know, kind of saturate a little bit more from that perspective. But, uh, I mean, I mean, Gay, how do you feel about that? Is he, is he wrong? You know, it's not, he's not, his assessment isn't wrong, right?
2: I mean, it's not a stretch. Like you said, the Clippers are probably one of the deepest teams in the West. I mean, if you look at that bench, they got Michael Green, they got Montres Harrell, who was not with the team yet. You got Lou Williams, um, Reggie Jackson. And, you know, you got a hell of a starting five, Paul George, Kawhi. Um, If Zubox can ever be consistent enough, they have a man in the middle. So they have a very deep roster. So, you know, if you look at the Lakers, I think they have a number one overall seat in the West. But, you know, they have trouble with their bench production. And a lot of the guys are just like older guys that have been stars on teams in the past or have been on championship rosters but have never really been, you know, a superstar. So um, yeah, I feel like the Clippers, I mean, who else is beating them? Unless Luka Doncic can work his magic and lift the Mavs up. But uh, yeah, and in, in the East, yes, I see the Bucks. Even though I think, I'm not, I'm not trying to be biased, I don't want to start this, but the Heat, we can give them problems. We, we have been giving them problems. We've lost our last game against them, but I think we have the shooters. We had no Jimmy Butler. I feel like, you know, we'll be a good test for them coming out of the East, but yeah, realistically, his prediction isn't off. It's not a stretch. I can see the Clippers and the Bucks in the finals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that that's pretty much what it is. It's just anything social media related. And KD says will be heavily criticized, but you know, it is what <laughs> it is. This is just how, how we roll. Uh, and you know, speaking of a little bit of a drama here, let's get into more like the serious recent drama coming out of this weekend here. So, uh, In the final stretch of Saturday's game against uh, the Clippers and Portland Trailblazers, Dame, you know, gets fouled, misses two free throws, and uh, Paul George starts doing the wave, and the (laughs) celebration of of this Clippers bench was just the theatrics of it. Uh, So they asked Dame about that, you know, during uh, the post-game interview, and he says, you know, pretty much, kind of long story short, was that he sent both guys home. We all remember what was Paul George's last game last year in Oklahoma City Thunder uniform? Mm-hmm. It was it was over Dame, you know Dame over him. So, uh, you know, long story short, basically uh, that that's, that sparked this little beef here. And then, uh, you know, Pat Bev and, and Paul George jump on the the, the post game interview. I believe from Bleacher Report posted it. <laughs> Pat Bev says Cancun on three. Cancun on <laughs> three. Cancun on there has to be like hashtag. Okay, hashtag Cancun on three. Paul George follows up and says, and you get getting sent home this year. Respect with the, you know, fist emoji. Dame replies to uh, Paul George and says, keep switching teams, running from the ground. You boys is chumps. (laughs) What do we make out of this? Robbie, how do you feel? Like, what do you make out of this so far?
1: Well, Chevy, you're not telling the entire story. You know there's more to the story after this, right?
0: What what else? What else is there?
1: Hold up. (laughs) Okay. Break it down. Break it down. while all this is happening, or after all of this is happening, Lene Lillard, Damian Lillard's sister, posted a video of Pat Beverly losing his mind on the bench and called him an ugly ass, dusty, stank, breath, ass ho. Then she posted wow. a video of her <laughs> reflection on a van. I don't know why, but she said that Paul George shouldn't be one to talk because he got a Quote, whole ass stripper pregnant and wifed her up.
0: Mm, Then Paul
1: George's baby mama came out and said, Somebody come and get this cow.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: So she got real juicy. And I'm going to tell y'all something right now. I'm going to need Devin Booker to fucking cool it. And I'm going to need LeBron James to sit tight because. I need the Blazers in the playoffs, and I need them to face the Clippers in a series. I'm out of trashy reality TV shows to watch this year, <laughs> and, and I really feel like a Blazers and Clippers series can fill that void for me.
0: I mean wow. that, that that's I'm like mind blow. I feel like we just went through like a, a whole like TMZ <laughs> reel right now. Like <laughs> that was isn't TMZ. It that's exactly what that was. That's the
1: that is... drama that I live for. I love it. I love it. This, Shout this... out to Lene Lindler.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, on that note, um, yeah, the odds of this really playing out to see these uh, the two these two teams seeing each other, you know, obviously like you mentioned, <laughs> like the LeBrons and Portland Lakers are gonna have to kind of see an upset from from Portland. Portland's only shot is really getting to that that eight seed at this point. That's absolutely true. But yeah, this is some this is some juicy NBA beef that we've been waiting to see, man. And like these guys are within this like, close proximity of each other. It's not like they're just in their different cities and they're only going to see each other during game time, like. They're in the hallways, man. Like this stuff is this stuff is juicy. Same building. So y'all,
1: yeah, y'all exactly. didn't know, Y'all didn't hear about Damien's sister and and the whole issue. With the Absolutely whole not. Of... That's that's
2: news to no, me. I did not. That's, that's first to me, Maybe too.
1: maybe it's just because I'm I'm a chismosa. If you guys don't know what a chismosa is, I'm just nosy and I I'm. I do. Ooh, I want to see all the drama. <laughs> Give me all the juice. Well, thank so you. I mean, mean I think far, that shares a lot pretty, of life. Uh, You're I mean, a soap
2: opera. that's, all, that's what yeah. it is pretty
0: much.
1: Yes, I grew up watching telenovelas, so it makes total sense.
0: Wow, that shares a lot of light. Shares a lot of light on uh what has happened. Well, I mean, you know, there it is, people. There's your uh, NBA TMZ moment of, of the uh the week there and uh it took only about what? A good, you know, ten days into the bubble restarting. So letting I guess you can say the bubble flares uh the bubble tempers or tensions have burst to put it in proper terms, but all right, well, you know, Dame's, Dame's kind of got his, his work cut out here. You know, if he, what did he drop uh, here against the... Uh...
1: Dropped a 50-burger today. Yeah, he, did, he sure did, mm. you know.
0: So, and, and that's 51 points, and now he's their half game behind the Grizzlies. Uh, With that, uh, officially eliminating the Pelicans. Uh, You know, Robbie, did you, did you have any comments about that? Apparently, you were very uh, adamant about making some comments oh, about yeah. the Pelicans' hopes. Yeah, <laughs> guys,
1: I will accept all trophies in the mail. DM oh me God. at Robin Hood with oh, an H and a Y no. on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll be happy to send you my address. Please don't send me weird shit. I want, like, trophies, cookies, chocolates. <laughs> any, any cool little gifts that you have to congratulate me for, for my wonderful takes from the very beginning on the Pelicans not making the playoffs, I'll take them. Oh, no. <laughs> Gabe, do you love podcasting with me?
2: Hey, yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. I know.
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> studs and duds.
0: Uh first we'll roll with the studs as always. Uh, you know, we just want to be able to be positive. We'll start on a positive note here. Uh Robbie, we'll let you go first. Who's your stud of the week so far?
1: Well, let's re- let's recap our, our duds and studs from last week because um our duds kind of had Big oh, games yes. after we called them duds. And you and I immediately put a positive spin on it on the internet and call ourselves the dud whispers. But mm. uh, it looks like Jake and Zion have come back down to earth a little bit. Right? So our duds are, our yep. dud picks are justified from last week. Uh, your boy, Dame Lillard has, your stud has done great this week. Um, Shout out to Dame. You know, Kyle Lowry putting on Oscar winning performances. So he's, I guess he's still technically a stud as well. And, uh, yeah, my stud for this week, let's see. I, I, I did have some trouble picking this week. Someone tweeted me a pick of Devin Booker, and I was just like, I'm not going to pick a man who just beat my team last night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my stud. <laughs> then Chevy earlier told me he was rolling with the sun. He was, he was picking a, a stud that, that I was not going to be happy with and suggested that I go with TJ Warren. I'm oh. not going to disrespect Jimmy Butler. you know better wow yes thank you gabe yeah now thankfully there's a man out there who is like reveling in renaissance right now a man who not only drinks vino but is aging like it some know him as a snitch some know him as a leader i call him the point god chris paul oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah, i like that listen he got on my radar in the denver game When he stared down ball, ball and hit the jumper in his face, he kept OKC in it against the Nuggets, even though they kind of fell flat in overtime and lost the game. He capitalized on the Lakers shooting woes and had a great game against them. We'll get to the Lakers later. And he had some big shots in the game today. I think he's a big reason why the Thunder are looking smoother, moving the ball better and opening up shooting options. OKC, sneaky dangerous. What do you guys think?
0: I I that's I, I I would agree with that I'm, I'm definitely like I'm not like a part time OKC fan um as my friends part would tell time. yeah as my that's how my friends would describe it. but I mean like I always got love for Oklahoma City and like they've always been able like Russ you know KD's was there uh just to see uh, Chris Paul is one of my favorite point guards of all time so no absolutely yeah. I think I think big props and and just being able to see what they've been able to do this season I would agree absolutely
2: I, I like OKC I just ho- I just wish that my boy SGA Shy gets a little bit more consistent. And um, Galinari, I don't know where he's been. He's fell off a cliff. I mean, he was never a superstar, but just, you know, give Chris Paul a little bit more help. You know, but I, I like that team. I, I have no problems with it.
0: Absolutely. Gabe, who's your stud of the week?
2: Okay, let's do this. I'm going to stay in that Denver game. I'm going to give it to Michael Porter Jr., this guy. Where have they been hiding this guy? I know he came into the league. And he was you know, he was injured in his first first season or whatever. But his last four games... 37 and 12, 30 and 15, 27 and 12, 23 and 11. I mean, he's been, other than TJ Warren, he's been, I guess, under the radar because nobody's talking about him. But he's been a godsend, man, for that Denver team. So it's like a lot of the guys are out too, so I guess he's shining more. But Michael Porter Jr., if you don't know the name, go watch him, boy. You know, he's putting up some nice numbers.
0: Well I'm, I'm I'm definitely I would agree with that Gabe, by the way but uh I definitely am I'm on like a team tip this week and uh I, I got to give it up to the Phoenix Suns though like as a team collectively to go 5 and 0 I mean come on man like that's got to be studly enough that's true. uh that's you true. know a, a lot of credit obviously they they lean on Dev book um but you know shout out to to Tyler Booker for hitting that incredible shot over Paul George yet again Paul George seems like a recurring theme there um but and then even you know staging off one of the guys you just mentioned there, TJ Warren, um, you know, he dropped, uh, you know, th- he only dropped, what, 16 points uh, against the Suns the other day. And, mm-hmm. um, you know... And, He's actually
2: 36 in the bubble.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, for that Phoenix Suns team to really only hold him to, like, 16 points there. Uh, you know, in, in, that, in that game itself, like, DeAndre Ayton has played great. Uh, they got Deep Book, you know. I like Rubio as a complimentary player uh, for them, so I definitely see And then uh, K- K- Cameron Payne, man. Uh, Cameron Payne's coming into this bubble. Uh, yeah, he's definitely, he's hooping. I remember him from the OKC days as well. Uh, but no, shout out to the entire Suns team, man. To go. don't forget goals. about Cam
2: Johnson too, by the way. Yeah, he's absolutely. been a pretty yeah, decent Cam, player as
0: well. Absolutely. Yeah, Cam Johnson definitely getting some love as well from them. So, I mean, look, they've, they've got like a very complete team that look, shout out to them for just coming into this bubble, look, looking prepared to play. Totally different team. Yeah, it And it really is. I think if we had to decide on a team that, that came to this bubble and completely looked like a complete 180 team, it is the Phoenix Suns. I'm looking forward to them going undefeated the entire way, and I wouldn't even be upset if they took the last and eighth seed. Like, go for it at this point. Uh, shout out to Deep Book, man. And uh, by the way, Gabe, how do you feel about your twin uh, getting fined about his comments from TNT, Draymond Green? <laughs> I mean, he
2: he even acknowledged that he might get fined, so he knew what he was doing. Exactly, But Only I, I guess what – yeah, he acknowledged it. So I guess what he's doing, he just wants – you know, because the Suns organization, they've had bad ownership for like as long as we can remember. So he just wants Devin Book in a good situation where he can play winning basketball and actually get more shine. You know, the guys in, in the league know who he is, obviously. But, you know, to the people outside, you don't watch Phoenix Suns games. You don't really care about them as much for casuals. So it's like he wants him to be more highlighted for, you know, to get a better national following. So, yeah, he knew he was getting fine. He said it. You know, that's Draymond. He's going to be, you know, making a, a bunch of controversial takes, I would assume, going forward. But, you know, I agree with him. Get him out of Phoenix. I mean, that place is a dumpster fire.
1: What I don't understand is why are you going to put Draymond on TV to give his takes and then only to find him? That's stupid.
2: Well, the NBA find him, so it wasn't like you know. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess I they did hire him to be on the on the show, so that's true. But yeah, he's I mean, he's gonna give his wrong. takes. And
0: he's,
2: he's been wrong. very controversial anyway, so it's like that's well, what you got to try lightly
0: as you're still, you know, an NBA player. But you know, funny Draymond so with, with, watching from the outside.
1: With that said, do you guys think that? Devin Booker eventually leaves the Phoenix Suns, or does he stick it out? Because his fan, you know, Phoenix Suns fans all over social media like he is a pillar in the community. He is going nowhere. He said he wants to stay. Yeah, well
0: everybody
2: says that. They all say that. They, they all say that. Say that. <laughs> they get that max deal somewhere else. Oh, okay. See ya, and they're gone. Suns fans,
1: just, I try. To, I try to help y'all out.
0: <laughs> it's that easy, man. Yeah. Right. Robbie, who's your dud? Dud of the week?
1: Oh. Oh, I'm going. I'm going back to uh, uh, the the Denver game as well. The uh, Denver and and uh, Utah game. The shot clock operator.
2: Okay. <laughs> I about this. It's
1: one thing if the clock <laughs> malfunctions and doesn't start once, but seeing that followed up with the clock starting too early three seconds later in the next play is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. The shot clock operator oh, in Kahoots with TNT, because here's another thing. TNT made sure to capitalize on this moment by shoving a bunch of commercials down our throats in between every <laughs> stoppage in this fourth quarter. And then they got extra breaks during two overtimes. All this to say, Adam Silver, if you're hiring new shot clock operators for the playoffs, I have absolutely no experience, but I am available.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah That's true. What, well, yeah, we're definitely going a little bit different here on the studs duds. duds. D- Who's your dud, Gabe?
2: Oh my God, duh. let me just say it, and be you piece of shit. Now look, oh he got injured. he got he got injured today, so you know I'm not gonna you know pick out a guy's injuries. But come on, man, like he let me, let me compare him to Rasheed Wallace and Chev. You know me, Rasheed Wallace is my dog. He's been my one of my favorite players since you know day one. It's like Rasheed had all the tools to dominate the NBA, you know, when he was playing for the Pistons and um, – I forgot what other team he played for. The Blazers. Uh, Blazers, yeah. But he was always the type of guy to settle for a backseat role. So I see Embiid doing much of the same. It's like, dude, you're so dominant. You're seven foot – or seven feet one. You can easily get in the paint and dominate anybody. You can play defense. You can shoot the ball from over the court. Like, why can't you put a consistent game together and stay dominant? Nobody can stop you if you put your mind to it. I feel like he came in a little out of shape or whatever the case may be. He just doesn't play up to the competition. Like, what is his problem? Like, dude, you're Joel Embiid. You had one year where you was tearing everybody up. I was like, wow, this guy is the next big thing. And now it's like, okay, the Sixers, they're all fucking trash. All of them. Ben Simmons goes out and they're struggling with Orlando. Orlando. Like, Really? So hey, it's hey, like man. yeah, it's, it's it's I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's Joel and B. It's the Sixers team. It's Ben Simmons. They're all fucking trash. Oh
0: well,
1: tell them how you really feel, Gabe. I Damn. Hate, I, hate, I hate
0: them. Hey, it's it. also they they lost you some money or something, man. Like, no, it's not like that. I, I'm no, just sick I'm... of the inconsistencies.
2: The coach isn't a good coach. All their players don't live up to the expectations. Yet Tobias Harris, who's been around like a million teams, he can never put it together. I just feel like they're just underachieving or they're just not that good. I don't know which one it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and not to like not be too too much. I mean, his first game coming back (laughs) out of the bubble, you know, into the bubble, excuse me, was Forty-one and twenty-one, like forty-one points on fifteen and twenty-three shooting at twenty-one, well, this is 21 a,
2: rebounds. This is like, a is a frustration, I guess, not just the bubble w- stuff. Yeah, is I, w- I just- would agree.
0: Yeah, I, I think bubble wise, he's had a pretty good, decent, you know, roadmap yeah, I- up, leading up to, the, to to the injury. But I mean, the success, this, like, yeah, but the success of the Sixers, you know, I, I would agree with that. That's the most frustrating part. And then you, you know, Ben Simmons goes down. With God knows, you know how we explain. It. There's a body in this knee they have to remove, as the, the report says.
1: What is the body? <laughs> you know, Let's, how, how do you say it? a subatellar <laughs> mummification?
0: I don't uh. know, but it, it is it is the wildest of things in Philly, man. It's like poor Philly. Like what? Ha- what? What do they? What do they do to deserve this, right? So I, it's it's a team that has underperformed for a very long time and. I think where the problem was was that they spiked at a very good time. Uh, I remember, I think it was a couple of seasons ago where they were playing the the Celtics and I think the semifinals. And you know we're like, okay, they lost that, but you know that <laughs> that was the year. You know the last year I believe LeBron was in, in the the East there, and it's like, all right, they'll they'll, they'll have next up, but they yeah. they remind me of a team. And I'll tell you guys around. They remind me of they're they're shaping them to be like the Washington Wizards. You know John Wall with the injuries. You know Bradley Beal. They they can always always be healthy at the same time. This team is looking like, uh, like a very underperforming, you know, Washington Wizards team, uh, if, that's a, if that's a good comparison. But, um,
2: or maybe they just don't fit together. Like Ben Simmons and Embiid, they just don't fit together. Just admit the experiment is over. Like, get, get Simmons out of there. I don't know what it is, but they can't coexist. I don't know. It's ben just not a good Simmons fit. Ben
1: Simmons to uh, Cleveland? That's what uh, I've been hearing around this. I
2: heard that Sunday. too. I heard that too. But why would you want to go there? I mean, that's just a wasteland. Oh, I think but,
1: I,
0: I think it'll start with 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 Brett Brown first, and then then they'll kind of go. Forward. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They, they're going to kind of ride this out. But I, I got to say, you know, my my dud of the week, and, and and I'm going team again. My duds of the week are the the New Orleans Pelicans. They they had they had what was it? They had a few days after I gave them dud of the week last week to Zion Williamson. They had some time to make up and they had ground to make up. I'm giving them dead of the week. I mean, look, before Lonzo Ball came into the game against the uh, San Antonio Spurs for that Sunday matinee game, he was averaging 5.8 points a game. He was averaging, you know, okay, 5.4 rebounds, 6.4 assists. I can live with that. But there is absolutely no increase, no improvement on his shooting. I mean, 27% from the field. 22% from three. I mean, this look—that's that's that's that's, what—that's you know not even the worst of it. I mean, Zion comes in not even supposedly healthy in a sense. He's not fit. Like it's it's a conditioning issue and this this limits restriction. And then you know we talked about this before the show where Zion's pulled out at some point in the third quarter when he was on a roll. Alvin Gentry pulls him out. Like what is it? You know, New Orleans, are you guys preparing for next year? Are we moving on? Is the bubble just? Just for shits and giggles, right now, just to see what what happens, you know. they're they're supposed to be a team that had the easiest schedule coming into the bubble. The door is wide open for them to just cruise into the playoffs or get into the playoff tournament. So I'm giving them done of the week. I just absolutely it's, it's a disappointing bubble for them. They're the most disappointing team right that. now in the bubble.
1: I also yep. co-sign that, and and it, it's also very important to point out that the Pelicans' defense is just atrocious really uh, bad atrocious they have zero rim protection it doesn't oh matter if zion bi jj reddick or anybody starts scoring like crazy it doesn't matter because the opposing team can literally just casually, you know, they can Beyonce their way to the fucking (laughs) basket and get a, a, get a fucking layup.
2: It's true. It's like, if you look at it, all the guys are like, well, aside from Jackson Hayes and um, and, uh, Okafor, but they don't get much playing time. Favors is like only like six, seven, six, eight. So there's no one really big enough to protect the rim at all times anyway. So like I said, it's like a field dance. Zion's like six, six if if for being real with ourselves. They have no rim protection. So yeah, you're right. They can just stroll in there, layup drill. Boom. It's really easy.
0: I mean, this is why I can't, I just can't wrap my, I can't wrap around Brandon Ingram. Like, I just, I'm just not a fan. Like, I just, I don't see it. Like, his last two games. I like Brandon Ingram, you too. Know, That's you thing, know, I 17 like points for versus the Spurs and Wizards. He was 4-15 against, the, against the Wizards. You're 4-15. And then 6-14 of for, you know, versus the Spurs. I mean, I just, I can't get wrap around him being, like, the most improved player either. Like, hands down, like, like I said, I just, I can't give it to him. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of Brandon Ingram. I'm glad the Lakers got rid of him. And, um at this point the pelicans see see you next year man like that that is what it is
2: shoot or pass
0: all right let's go ahead and get into some shoot or pass here you guys should know the rules of course we're going to go ahead and present a statement here if we agree with the statement, we're shooting on it. If we disagree, of course, we're gonna pass that thing. Like Luca. I mean, shout out to Luca, but Gabe, how about how about Luca, man? Luca's a god. He is the he is. god. All right, <laughs> 100 percent god. All right, first shooter pass here. The increase in fouls during the NBA games in the bubble is due to sloppy defense being played and not bad officiating. Shooter pass on that one, Robbie.
1: I'm gonna say pass. According to 538, refs have whistled. 50 fouls a game. That's up from 41.2 prior to the restart. Now, can you argue that teams look sloppy out there? Sure. But man, we've had some games where teams are playing great and then you have a barrage of calls that just slow the pace of the game and it becomes a free throw fest. And look, mm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to complain about this when it benefits my team. But of course. look, I'm a Heat fan and I will acknowledge that yeah, the, yeah. the technical... The technical foul that Jason Tatum got in that one game for talking to himself was hilarious (laughs) and awful. With that said, I think the refs need to cut the shit and just let these guys play basketball.
2: Well, you're bringing in stats like that, I'm going to have to pass and agree with you because there's not much more I can add on to that. Like, let them play. Stop with the hand checks and all that other ghostly foul shit. Just let them go, man. You know, we want to see good basketball. We don't want this free throw shooting contest. Let it play out. You know, if they got to fight, let them fight. You tease afterwards, but
0: let them go. You know, yeah,
1: pass
0: not that. So bad. yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I, I gotta agree with you guys on that one. I can't, I can't roll with that one. Uh, we'll, I'll we'll pass on that one as well. Um, uh, next, shoot or pass, Derek Jones Jr. is a future NBA superstar. Gabe, we're gonna give you the floor on this one. Are you shooting or passing with that
1: one? <laughs> my answer is, I think, <laughs> first
2: Let's pass on that right away, okay? All right, so he didn't do much with the Suns right when he was with them. I can't believe Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller said that. Like, what is he watching? Like, look, no, don't, no disrespect to, uh, to Jones. He has a better shot. At one point, he was just a dunker in the league. But future superstar, like, come on, man, that's not even a stretch. That's terrible. That's terrible analysis. Like, no, I'm gonna pass on that all the way.
0: Yeah, we we just threw that one in there for you, Gabe. So, thank God. Thank God. You you're, you're very reasonable.
1: Yeah, we'll give you some. We'll give you some behind the scenes here. I yeah. I watched it. And I put it immediately. Put it in the group chat. <laughs> like, "Gabe, go off, go off on Sunday." I
2: mean, it's terrible, man. Come on, what is he doing? He's trying to I guess Let the kid you up. Know, come on.
1: Reggie Miller. Say whatever you want about his takes, but. If there's one thing that you can count on he will always say some shit that'll make you stop everything you're doing and be like what <laughs> like hold up hold up did he just say what i thought he said when he said that i was like Ugh. i mean reggie there's like three or four other players that you can name before this
2: exactly And i don't think he does it intentionally i think that's just the way he thinks but it's just a bad it's just a bad read like no man have you not seen his career before he came in the heat like no nowhere like, close Derek-
1: Derrick Jones makes like a fucking free throw. Oh, my God. Next next exactly. NBA superstar. Forget Zion. God. This is the face of the league.
0: F-O-H. Not happening. <laughs> All right. Shoot or pass. The team who emerges as the A-C in the Western Conference will be the Phoenix Suns. Robbie, how do you feel? Shoot or Ooh. pass?
1: You know what? I'ma let you answer this one first. Cause you are like fully on the Sun's bandwagon here. <laughs> go <laughs> yes, ahead. He you have the floor.
0: I'm I'm actually gonna go pass on this one. Uh, I just think that I just think that uh I think I think Damien Damien has proved a lot right now. I think it's gonna be a very heated battle. Uh, for that last, for the ninth spot, to, actually, because all you have to do at this point, since we know for a fact there will be a play-in, uh, I, I just think the Blazers will win, uh, at least by win percentage as well. It seems like the Blazers have the best shot and the best chance by win percentage.
2: Yeah, pass on it too.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a pass, and, and I'm not, you know, I, I think I can speak for Gabe. It's not just because we're mad that they beat the Heat last night. Um, <laughs> They've played amazing. Obviously, they're undefeated. They they have, a, they have a chance to beat the Thunders, the Sixers, and the Mavs again. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like you said, Chevy. Uh, I don't think Portland is going to lose another game after all the shit talking Pat and, and PG gave them.
2: And I'm not even mad that he beat the Heat. We didn't have Jimmy Butler and a few other guys. So no. it's like, whatever. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's a feel-good story for them. That's fine. Let them have it. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna
0: definitely past. The
1: story ends in yeah, the playing tournament.
2: Yep, that's where it does.
0: All right, shooter pass. Fred Van Vliet will sign a max deal this offseason with the New York Knicks.
2: Ooh. Uh, let me get this one I'm gonna say pass because first of all no one should sign with the Knicks that franchise has been going nowhere for the <laughs> how many years now when's the last time they were in the playoffs what nine no it wasn't 97 um I think it was part earlier with the mellow team and yeah, Smith that team. JR yep. yeah yeah so they okay they went to the playoffs but no James Dolan one of the worst owners in sports history like why are you going to the Knicks you see why KD went to Brooklyn like come on man don't throw your life away the money's great but no, if you can stay in Toronto and get a comparable deal, do that or just go somewhere else. But the Knicks, hail to the no pass on that.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to say pass here. I, I mean, Fred Van, Fred Van Fleet has already said that he wants to stay in Toronto. We know that Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka are coming off the books. And Masai, mm-hmm. I think, is going to do whatever it takes to keep this core together. Um, but listen, so if, it. Yeah, I like it. If, if I'm the Knicks... I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna roll out the Brinks trucks. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking true. lock James Dolan in a closet, and I'm gonna try and get this man. And then you know maybe shoot for Giannis a year after.
2: But let me, let me, let me cut you off right there. So remember the last time what happened when they rolled out the Brinks trucks? Who did they sign? A whole bunch of forwards. What was it? Um, it was. It was like they signed three forwards. It was like, really? That's how y'all spend y'all money? I forgot what the names were. They're not even that important. It's sort irrelevant. But they signed three forwards who played the same position. I was like, wow great job New York great job
1: well the Knicks are desperate for anything right now and I feel like if they were to go for somebody they should go for Fred Van Fleet more so because of the intangibles he brings he has the championship uh mentality he has the leadership uh which lines up with Tom Thibodeau I mean Uh listen I'm not saying that Fred and Fleet should go to the New York <laughs> Knicks. I'm just saying if I'm the Knicks, fuck it. I'm rolling out the Brinks trucks. I don't care. I'm throwing darts at, I'm throwing shit at a wall and see what sticks.
2: And with Fibs, we do know that they will play hard because he ran his Bulls teams into the ground. He ran his Wolves teams into the ground. So we do know when Fibs is there, that team will at least play hard for him. It's just the management you can't trust. So Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I got I gotta pass on this one only because I, I think Van Fleet is definitely something, somebody who is going to be Embedded much into that Toronto community and part of that franchise, and like you mentioned there, Robbie, it's a part of him being part of the core as well. And uh, it's definitely important to keep him, especially with like Kyle Lowry kind of getting up age and um, you know, kind of getting up there. I mean, they're, what are they going to be paying him like, you know, thirty four mil, or whatever it is? He's uh, getting here. better with age, by the way. Yeah, and, and he has, and I think I think it's a, it's a nice combo here. It is working. It, ironically, it looks like it works out a lot better than Demar and Lowry, you know, versus I you know agree. Demar and I Van Lee. So I think it's a <laughs> huge part of their success so far, and uh, Van Vliet is just a straight competitor, man. I mean, he's coming into this bubble just definitely hooping consistently. It looks like he hasn't missed a step at all. So, no, I, I don't think, even as much as New York wants to roll out the brink strikes, definitely not going to be enough for a genuine soul <laughs> like Van Vliet. Hopefully not. And the last time, by the way, the na- last time the Knicks made the playoffs was in 2013. So, I mean, we're coming upon, yeah. you know, almost a decade. So, you know, we'll we'll see definitely see what happens this, uh... Uh, off, short offseason, I should say. Uh, shoot or pass, the Washington Wizards will be a playoff team next season.
2: Father Robbie, take this
1: one. You know, it's, it's funny that you bring this up after comparing the Sixers to the Washington Wizards. Because it's gonna be a little awkward here. I'm going to say shoot, and let me tell you, let let, let me explain. Okay. We know, we know that the Eastern Conference playoff teams are pretty much set for like the next few years, barring any unforeseen circumstances, right? We got the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, assuming that KD and Kyrie stay healthy for an entire season or whatever, the Nets are going to be competitive. The Sixers, eh. Are a wild card, but you never know what could happen. They are still competitive. That leaves, what, maybe one seed left? And mm-hmm. and even though the Wizards haven't won a game in the bubble yet, we have seen some of their guys play pretty well. Thomas Bryan has played well. Rube yes, Hector Thomas Bryan. Trey Brown has played well. And mm-hmm. if you throw in a healthy Davis Bertons and Bradley Beal and John Wall, you can see them fighting for an eighth seed. No offense to the Orlando Magic, Chevy. I'm sorry. Shoot.
2: Okay. Well, see, now, you made your point, Roby. Now it sounds a little bit easier to shoot also. But my only thing is that I want to see how John Wall comes back because he's had some pretty significant injuries with his foot. So, you know, if John Wall is on, you know, I guess, yeah, they'll make the playoffs guaranteed for sure. But uh, if it's just Beal and the same guys he's had this past season, you know, I I, I don't know. Orlando's there. you know it's it's just it's just hard to tell but if hey, john come, wall is on come
1: join me on the bandwagon come on come
2: on come I, join me. No, like i said they're gonna make it but i need i need to see what wall looks like first because he hasn't played a, a game in what almost two seasons now so you know he, he he's living by the way he's living his best life dude has so much money he hasn't played a game in like forever he is just doing it up i mean congratulations get your money young fella but um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say shoot now. You've convinced me a little bit.
1: Yes. For now, until Chevy. Now. is racist. now.
0: <laughs> we'll see. what, we'll what Chevy says. Look, I, I gotta <laughs> look, I gotta say this. I, I will go ahead. I'm gonna pass on it because I don't trust I don't trust him anymore. Like I've been I've been John Wall's my guy. I I just don't trust him anymore. I'm gonna go ahead and and pass on it. Uh, I think I'm confident enough that my magic will remain the seed <laughs> bubble team for quite a couple years. years, uh, especially we we can stay healthy, you know, shout out to Jonathan Isaac. We can stay healthy We We can compete. And uh, I think there's enough roster moves and, and talent to, to, remain more of like a, a bottom seed team out in the Asian conference. And then now, you know, you have to think about Philly, depending on how they roll, how healthy they are next season. And it's a short turnaround time. So, I think everybody has to consider that you know, what what's what we're seeing right now is probably what we're going to get in a short turnaround time in a short offseason. So not a lot of ground to make up for injury. You know, the Sixers are going to need to heal. Uh, you know, the Magic will have Jonathan Isaac that needs to heal, but still kind of maintaining up there. And then obviously the Nets might take off and go to the top. So we'll see. But I'm definitely passive right now because definitely disappointed in, in Washington. I've put too much, uh, in, too much faith into them in the past seasons. All right, shoot or pass? Uh, bringing in the ace seats, not currently a part of the NBA restart, into the bubble once playoffs began to train and play scrimmage games is a great idea. Shoot or pass on that one?
2: Um, pass, I guess. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know much about that, but I would just say pass because, yeah, I'm just gonna pass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so this was a tweet from Shams. Shams tweeted this out a couple of days ago, and my first thought was why the hell would you bring in more people into the bubble and expose the people that are already in there, Mm -hmm. especially after what is it the second round of the playoffs when family and friends can come in of the teams remaining. I understand the need to get these guys in a gym to train and condition because they haven't played for however many months. And and who really knows at this point what's going to happen next season, if it's going to start on time or how it would even work safely for all of the players, considering everything that's going on. I'm just, like, ignoring that part for now. I'm just happy we have <laughs> basketball right now. But I think that what they should have done is they should have had that second bubble that they were proposing before. Uh, yeah, they should have done the second bubble in Chicago and they should have had these teams playing for lottery picks. It would have been over by now, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree. I mean, yeah, even if they went like two weeks at a time, I mean, it would have happened. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on this idea. I just don't understand. Like, just go with the original plan. You already had a plan in place. Just pass on it. Just it's it's normal basketball. It's seven, you know, seven game series. Teams are gonna be able to have more movement, you know, in the bubble because more space and availability is available once these other eight teams, you know, they are they're out from, you know, from uh from the bubble as well. And, um, you know, well, you know, probably like four or five teams, realistically, I should say. But I, I just think that at this point, like, when it comes down to the bubble, protect it at all costs. Like, don't bring in extra people. I mean, the thing with the families, they still have to quarantine. So, I mean, it's a part of the deal. That's fine. But this is weird. Like, this is one of the weirdest ideas, for, especially. Like, what is Shams? Why, what happened to the Chicago bubble, actually? Like, weren't we supposed to get a Chicago bubble? And like I said, we presented that idea, you know, maybe playing for the draft picks or whatever. And maybe, you know... If you really wanted to compete for the number one pick or a top five pick, try to win this mini tournament, right? Like, do that somewhere else, man. We got the big dogs playing in the bubble in Orlando. That's all that needs to be said.
1: Ooh, okay. Okay. Let's move on. Damn. Shit.
0: (laughs) We good. We good. Let's go. Hey,
1: let's hang up. We're done. We're done. (laughs) It's a wrap.
0: It's a wrap. Shooter pass. Despite clinching the number one seed out West, the Lakers have reason to be concerned going into the playoffs. Shooter (laughs) pass, Gabe. How do you feel about this one? Uh,
2: I'm going to say, shoot, yes, they have concern. I mean, LeBron's up there in age. It's pretty much the Anthony Davis show. He's very content in letting Anthony Davis do damage wherever he wants to. Um, I feel like the supporting cast, it just isn't enough. Like, they're the more overall seed. I get it in the West. You know, that was mostly, you know, due to LeBron and Anthony Davis. But I just feel like, and then, you know, Rondo's out, Bradley opted out. So they're missing some key players. So it's like, Rondo might be back great, but he's, you know, he's not a world beater. Um, You know, you got McGee who plays like maybe 17 minutes a game. Dwight Howard brings a spark off the bench. Um, But other than that, it's just a bunch of ragtag guys. Um, It's like it was reminiscent when LeBron was leaving us when we were really injured, the heat and they started signing a whole bunch of random veterans just to, you know, put them around them. Do that. It's, it's, it's the same thing in, 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 in L.A. It's the same thing. They signed a bunch of veterans just to put around them, you know, to help you get tory has got to go, and that's it. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, you should be concerned because the way they've been looking lately against, like, inferior teams, yeah, you know, I'm going to shoot on that. They need help.
0: All right, Robbie, go ahead. What do you got to do? Shoot or pass on this one?
1: Am I fired if I say shoot? Because I'm going to say shoot.
0: Yes.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> Listen, you and along with all of Lakers Nation will say that the team is just coasting. But you can't tell me that the Lakers are intentionally breaking these wide open threes and layups. Okay. There's yeah. there's a there's news that that Anthony Davis and LeBron have decided not to attend team shootarounds, which I guess is fine for them, but. I wonder if that's kind of influencing other guys to kind of just be like, a little more lax about it. And, and <sighs> these other guys, like Gabe said, cannot afford to miss any team shoot arounds or to be relaxing, they need to fucking step it up because LeBron and Anthony Davis are gonna need some other people to step up throughout the playoffs if they want to win this thing.
0: I mean, look, we do this every year, every single year. There's always some. There's, it's like the middle of January, and like LeBron's team's <laughs> lost like four games in a row. Everyone starts freaking. Every this is this is this is what exactly what it is. And so that's the point where we're gonna be at. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm gonna sh- you know pass on this one.
1: Not, Ooh, he almost not
0: shooting shoot, with you but yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna. Right. Sh- no, the, the shooting, the shooting of the Lakers. I mean, come on. I mean, we're. Bershev, but Chef, Chef, no,
2: LeBron's pushing 36. He'll be 36 this year. It's not like the teams in the past. It doesn't he was younger.
0: Matter. Look, this, this, there's nothing need to be said. I mean, come playoff time. I don't want to hear this. I, I'm not <laughs> gonna hear this playoff time. I know that. Like, I just, I know that I'm not gonna hear this playoff. Come playoff time, I make Kawhi
2: body him up. Paul George may
0: body him up. This, yeah, well, mean, what Paul, Paul George might not even be there because somebody might hit a game-winning shot over him. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, look.
1: Yo, I'm Chevy telling you, like, we hear this every
0: single
2: year. Yo, Robbie, that's Chevy his boy. Tonight, Bron is his boy. Bron is his boy. He's in his bag right
0: now. Bron is his yeah, boy. Every single um, year. We hear this every year. <laughs> every year. There's always an issue with a Laker team, and yet, where does he end up? In the finals, right? I mean, every single <sighs> year. The, the East was too weak, or this is Boston's year. I mean... Oh Shout out to DeMario De- De- has the receipts. He'll tell you we hear the same stuff every year. But, uh, but this is the reaction man. He's older. Is. He's
2: older. He has more injuries. He has, this growing injury that he has.
0: It's, it's That's all right, right, I'm it's lingering. I'm taking this clip right now as we speak and I'm I will ch- we'll chat in October. How about that? Okay. Hey,
2: we can, we can do that, sir. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, last shooter pass here. The best unintentional message on the back of a jersey for the nba restart it's for example vote for Millsap. <laughs> uh so basically any player we- wearing number four and putting vote uh or like dame <laughs> lillard wearing zero how many more and then the number zero like shoot or pass on that one robbie
1: i'ma say pass and let me tell you why. I think vote for Millsap is hilarious until some idiots out there start writing in Paul Millsap on the vote mm-hmm. on their voting ballots come November. We've already got Kanye West trying to siphon votes to help his BFF Donald Trump. We don't need Lord any ever. more of that shit. I no actually more. love Terrence Mann's jersey. His message was, I am a man. So his jersey right now reads, I am a man, man. man. And I think that's <laughs> very alpha male of him. And I fucking respect that's that. That's dope. That's Shout dope. out to Terrence Mann.
2: Man. Word. Word.
1: Yeah,
0: I I got I got to pass on the original vote for one and I agree with you on Terence Mann, man. That that's pretty dope. I I can't lie. Uh, a, That's pretty cool
2: I'm just passing the idea About the whole You know Messages on the back Of the jerseys All together um, I mean we know What's happening in the world I don't feel like They have to really broadcast it They got platforms They can do that Via social media You know they can do it Everywhere else I just I just don't feel like He's really going to do anything In the NBA You know what I mean I, don't, don't get me wrong As a black man I'm glad these players Are doing it but I feel like you know just put it on the back of your jersey. Only thing that it did before they put the name at the bottom was confuse players. Like, hey, who's that guy? I can't who who is this guy? Then it confused they confused me too. Yeah, then they added the bottom of the name, they added the names at the bottom of it. So it's like, okay, cool, now we can see who's who. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm just passing the whole idea. It's tough. You got Black Lives Matter on the court. That's good enough for me. Yeah, and I'm gonna just keep it, you know, 100 yeah. percent G.
1: It also yeah, me stupid shit to talk about tonight. So Yep.
0: Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Man Man.
1: Expert picks of the
0: week. All right, Robbie. We are going to go ahead and introduce here the expert picks of the week. Give us a little quick recap and uh what do we got coming up here this week?
1: All right. So our boys killed it. Okay. Uh they both picked the Bucks against the Heat and the Bucks beat the Heat. Um yeah, Kevin betrayed the Heat, which is bullshit, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you, I'm tired of seeing all these Heat fans sending in videos of their kids. It's okay. It's okay. We have no Jimmy
2: Butler. <laughs> it's okay. No Jimmy Butler. We good. We good. That's disappointing, they,
1: though. They also both picked the Celtics to beat the Raptors, and boy, did the Celtics give the Raptors a beating. Ooh, so, right now, Kevin is back to 500. Colin is 3-1. Nice. and one, And this week, the games that we're picking are between the Blazers and the Mavericks on Tuesday and the Mavericks and the Suns on Thursday. So who does Colin got in these games?
0: Oh, he's going to go with the Blazers.
1: Okay. okay. Kevin's also going for the Blazers. <laughs> who oh. you got in the Mavs Suns game?
0: Uh, that one's going to go the Mavs way, but I have, I have a feeling that's going to be wrong based on the circumstances with the Mavs. Probably not playing their star players.
1: Yeah, my my boy is my my furry face assassin over here, who's staring, who's hanging out, is um, picking the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a good pick. I think he might recoup pretty well then. And get you know, get above five hundred for once.
1: He's like you. He's on the Suns bandwagon right now.
0: That's what's up. I mean, he's you know almost matching in color, right? Yeah, so,
1: he is. He is. I think that's he probably like why it kind of feels fun. <laughs> Put his booty in my face every morning, but that's <laughs> anyway.
0: Shout out to shout out to everybody. You know, isn't anybody you wanted to shout out that pro- provided some videos to us? I was this week? I was
1: gonna save it for next week since this is gonna be our last week encouraging people to participate. That way we thank everybody at once. Um, but don't worry, people. I got you next week. I will go name by name and shout you all out because I know they're waiting for it. Um on that note. Okay, okay. Um you know, if you, you know, you got any uh, little experts in your home, record them picking games, tag us and we will put them on our Instagram and Twitter pages. Um there's a chance for one lucky kid or pet to win a prize. So, uh, you know, if you got if you got babies, you got iguanas, we still haven't seen iguanas. Chevy loves Chevy rabbits. Yeah. You got rabbits? Yep. You got some raccoons tearing up your trash. Put them to work and have them make some picks. And then, if you need to, you can you know, launch a flip flop at them so they go away. It's the perfect compromise. They get some food, you get some picks, we get some clout. Life is good. Gabe, what do you think about expert picks of the week? You got anybody who can? Uh, pick I'm some gonna
2: game see for? Uh, maybe my daughter. I'll, you know, I'll check with her and see. Okay, you okay. know, see if you know it's better when they don't know nothing about it, so it's that much more exciting. So, yeah, so she I, have yeah, like absolutely. no
1: NBA knowledge whatsoever.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna ask her about it so see what she perfect. tells me. She She's the like, perfect. get in my editor. face. But yeah, I asked awesome.
0: That's awesome. That's what's up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our shout outs here at the end. Any shout outs?
1: I got yes, one I do. out there
0: for the world. Go ahead, ladies I'll first.
1: Like, I'll, oh, no, Gabe, go ahead. You, you are got, the guest of honor tonight.
2: I got a feeling we might shout out the same person, but let me start it off from Miami, Florida. My boy, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he won't let the XFL die. Him and some a management group brought the XFL. They're going to keep it alive, and we'll see what they do with it. So shout out to The Rock and his management company for, uh, you know, keeping XFL alive. Yeah, a lot of guys had jobs. You know, they lost them once the, the L League folded. So it's good to see The Rock getting involved to try to, you know, help those guys out and get it back up and running again.
1: I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Especially if, exactly. like, I, NFL I doesn't end up, you know, pulling through. Maybe the XFL will, and we'll get some sort of football this We'll see. Let's hope. Well, my shout-out is a little different. I'm going to take it a different route here. My shout-out is going to go to Doc Rivers, who, in response to President Donald Trump saying he's done with the NBA because of everybody kneeling, laughed, Mm -hmm. and said he didn't care and reminded people to go out and vote because this is what the president is trying to stop people from doing. That is exactly how you should respond to any bullshit and ignorance that comes your way, doc rivers, yep. tip of the cap to you, sir,
0: no doubt, um shout outs man i I you know for me uh this is always the toughest one, but I just wanted to shout out to Luca Doncic. um I just ha- God, just see him God, you know i I feel like i you know I told you guys and you know, I feel like. I feel like he's the next player I'm going to stand just in the NBA overall, and I'm really excited to see like him be able to play out the rest of this seeding games, well, probably not the seeding games, but kind of see what the Mavericks do in the playoffs, and then also take that next step, and um, to see somebody of his nature be able to just take over the NBA, I just, you know, thinking about different faces, you know, of the NBA and the future of the NBA, I think he's definitely a very he's very his character outside of like the courts very different funny uh he also does bring the heat so man luca you are something that i'm definitely might and, and probably will stand just looking at everything holistically so i just want to shout out to him just want to give him an appreciation here and um just kind of keep it at that but i mean just in general shout out to everybody just listening to our podcast you know showing us love and uh supporting baseline times, you know, make sure you guys follow us at baseline times on Instagram, Twitter, uh, a you know, big shout out to, uh, baseline MMA doing their thing and, uh, just keep it rolling. Um, and of course we're, we'll be talking NBA playoffs here within the next week. is Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir.